every single day there is one. Every single day so far this week we've had one. Either in Rabat or Strasbourg. One what? One player, like Sloane Stevens, Sorry Kirstea, Garbini Maguruta, who shows up and loses a match against a player they shouldn't really lose to. At all. Um, I would say that Muguruza is pr probably in the worst form of all of them. Maybe not Sloane Stevens, but also playing uh, the best opponent of all of them. If you look at uh, Sloane Stevens, she lost to Nefisa uh, Berberovic. Uh, Sorry, Kristea lost to Ekaterina Makarova. Uh, Garbini Muguruza lost to Martina Trevisan. I mean, not a not a household name by any means, but yeah, on clay she's alright, but still it's it's not good, it's embarrassing. And now we have to talk about Garbini Muguruza, and not in a good way. It's uh, sort of like a cry for help. Uh, a day or two ago I said if Muguruza loses, uh, uh, sorry, if, um, if Muguruza doesn't win this uh, event, it's really embarrassing. Truly. I think the Conchita Martinez, Garbini Muguruza experiment is over. Conchita Martinez, she's a legend in tennis, in Spanish tennis, and in Spain, she's a legend. There's no doubt about it. And over the years, her relationship with Muguruza has developed, and she's like a, a, like a big sister, like a mother figure. You know, they're besties. And they really enjoy working together but I mean I mean all of this sounds great but I mean the results man and the performance yesterday we talked about results versus performance I mean at the moment uh, Garbini no results no performance I don't know which one's worse I mean, probably the results at this point the results need to change I mean it doesn't really matter if she wins ugly or if she struggles she needs she can't lose like this Now again, do, are, are we just not giving enough credit to Martina Trevisan? Am I just being really harsh? And and because at the moment, that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm showing no respect or giving no credit whatsoever, even acknowledging Martina Trevisan at all in this conversation, and I'm just shitting on uh, Maguruta. Is that, is that rightfully so? Should I, should I... Should I be giving attention to Martina Trevisan for a good performance today, or should I just be bashing Muguruza for for doing what she did, or, or for playing the way she is? And and the form that she's in. I mean, I mean, what this has come to, like, there is no confidence, uh, and you're you're trying to do shit with Muguruza that that you were doing in, in 2012. I mean, you, you know, you know what I'm saying, like. Like, you, you gotta make adjustments to, to her training regimen, to her playstyle, to her tactics, her strategy. Something's gotta change. One thing to change all of that, or, 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 or a, a selection of those things, is to change her coach, I think. And it's not gonna be easy. Um, you know, moving on from, from someone like that, uh, Conchita Martinez, who you have a really uh, good long close relationship with but I uh, 
I mean, what's more important, right? I mean, why is she your coach anyway? You know what I mean? It's to... I'm like, I was going to say to win tennis matches, it's to be the best player that you can possibly be and, and to pre prepare you uh, to the best of your coach's ability and, and for you to perform to the best of your ability in uh, tournaments and matches on the tennis court. And that that really isn't the case at the moment. So as far as, like, you know, job descriptions go, um, she's not really fulfilling uh, what a coach should do at the, uh, should be at the moment. As a mentor, as a as a as a friend, you know what I mean, like that, like sure, but you need a coach. Something needs to change. Something needs to change. Please don't let Garbini Magruta end up like like Sloane Stevens or something like that. You know, we don't we don't want it like that. Like I. Uh, is this the end? I mean, it feels like it's very close, and it's sad. It's really sad. Magruta, one of my favorites. So to have a look at uh, Rabat, uh, we had six matches that day. The Magruta Trevisan was one of them. Uh, first up on the day, we had Anna Bondar versus Christina Kukova. Now here's the thing, and this is really important. When you look at results and performances, you have to have to assess who is on the other side of the net. Christina Kukova is not a good player. Forget about her like her 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 track record uh, on clay or her track record at at 250s on clay and all that stuff. This is a really bad for this has been a really bad season for Kukova. Kukova last year was pretty good. I mean not pretty good, but Compared to uh, you know how she's playing now and 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 what her what her tennis looks like now, yeah, she was pretty good last year. Uh, this year, Christina Kukova, it's not like that at all. And and six three six three Bondar is not that great. And trust me, the, it was a bit closer than that. Watching it, Bondar seems to be in good form. Um, Something is off with Bondar at the moment. Please don't get carried away. I bring this up because I, I sort of spoiled it uh, earlier. I said, so tomorrow, uh, Bondar plays uh, Isla, Isla Tomjanovic in the quarterfinals, and I really like Isla. Really. I think the line's funny a lot. It's really funny, actually. Tomjanovic, no one's playing better than her at the moment. Um, Bondar, like... Against Christiana, uh, Christiana Ferrando, Christina Kukova, okay, Ala Tomjanovic, this is a different game. I know the lines reflect that, but, I mean, come on. Dalma Gelfi never really stood a chance against Arangsarus, even though she sort of kind of made it competitive in the first set, but but not really. Uh, I should have lost. I had to. I had to bite. Uh, but I knew that this, this uh, stylistically, this matchup it was not going to be a lot of fun for for Dalma Golfi. Uh, Arangsarus won very comfortably, very straightforward, six four, six two. Clear Lou versus Mayor Sharif. Now this was like the match of the day. This was probably the blockbuster. Okay, these two girls on, on pretty good winning streaks. Um, 
both won titles last week. Um, Mayor Sharif l was experiencing more success early on in the match. But Claire Lou was better. Claire Lou was always better. Mayor Sharif, her, her, the way she was playing early on was not sustainable. And I was tweeting this watching it. I, I tweeted that watching this, sorry. Just, she was almost over-aroused, very aggressive, very intense. Like, she was very hype, you know what I mean? That's not sustainable if you play for close to three hours. Uh, you, you can't, nobody can keep that up. Maybe a very, 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 very select few people can. Maybe Rafa, Djokovic, a couple of others. But not you, sorry. And I love Mayor Sharif. I think she's great. But here, no. And maybe, maybe a little lucky uh, with Claire Lou. Uh, Mayor Sharif, maybe, maybe a little hurt. Um, good on her for not retiring. Um, and again, it's a tiebreak, right? Set losing the second set tiebreak from a set up, and the third and the decider. What happens? You roll over and die. Honestly, this match was really close. Uh, some momentum shifts, but Claire Liu is exceptional, and she is super clutch. She is super, super clutch. If you don't know who Claire Liu is, well, now you know. Kiki Mladenovic played Nuria Prezes Diaz. Unfortunately, uh, Kiki Mladenovic could not go two match two days in a row, two matches in a row without tanking. Yesterday, she really wanted to, but she said, no, 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 I'm going to win. She was a setup, and then came from a breakdown in the decider. But, I mean, you know what I mean? The, today, she was a setup. She lost 6-3, 6-love, rest of the way. I mean, I mean, look. Um, I was asking for too much there. I, I really was pushing it, expecting Kiki Mladenovic to win. But honestly, she has her chances, and Nuria Perez-Diaz does have a choke in her as well. I've, I've come to learn that. By the way, the streak of losing our bet in a Nuria Perez-Diaz match continues. Um, I am 0-2 this week, betting Nuria Perez-Diaz matches. Uh, I took the under in the first round when she played uh, uh, Carol Zhao. It went way over. Uh, today, I took Mladadi, even though it was sort of a, a long shot uh, on Kiki. Um, and that, that didn't work out. Uh, we'll talk about who she plays tomorrow next, and my bet there. And then it was a Muguruza Travisan match. Muguruza six-two up in the first set. Travisan trailed by a break, I think once or twice in the second set, but came back to win it six-four. Third set six-one. By the way, all three deciding sets um, here in Rabat today. The winner of the second set, so Lou won the second set, so came from a set down, won the second set, decider, 6-1. Parises Diaz won the second set, came from a set down, decider, 6-love. Martina Trevisan won the second set, came from a set down, decider, 6-1. So 6-1, 6-love, 6-1 for all deciding sets today, and they were all by players who won the second set. Just um, putting that out there, uh, interpret it 
how you like. Uh, I think that's just useful information and interesting trend. Finally, the nightcap Clara Burel versus Lucia Bronzetti. I ain't never seen. And and this is the problem with Clara Burel and why she's uh, a tough one for a lot of people to bet. She's a serial loser. She um. She just doesn't have that burning desire that need to achieve the I want to win I want to beat you so bad she does not have that inside of her I swear to god if looks could talk like like just looking at her at the start of the second set I was reading her face and all I could see was I wonder what is the quickest way I can tank lose this match and get out of here that is what she looked like. I mean, I, I, I don't understand. And she has so much potential. 21 years old. Has so much potential. Can play so well. But I, I, I never, I've never seen someone give up so easily. Like as soon as she's exposed with the slightest of adversity. She's like, alright, cool. I'm out. You know what I mean? Some people like try and put themselves in adverse situations because in those sort of situations then they can play their best it brings the best out of them it's like people who leave their their deadlines or their assignments or their homework or whatever to like the last couple hours um they work well under pressure i mean that's a myth that probably every college student ever uh said about themselves but it's it's sort of like that you know you need that adversity and then you can do your best stuff. Some tennis players are like that. You know, if it's easy, then it won't really bring the best out of them. Once the, once the going gets tough, then they can play. Yeah? Clara Burel, the total opposite. So much quit. If it's going easy and you don't put pressure on me and I'm having it my way, I'll, I'll probably beat you. I'm good enough. If not, then I'm out. I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. Bronzetti wins six three six two. The last set, whether it was the second set or the third set, but the the last set that was played in all matches today in Robot six three, six two, six one, six love, six one, six two. Something kind of interesting, I think. Okay, on to Strasbourg. Uh, Kai Yuvan covered minus six and a half by the hook against Nefisa Berberovic. Nefisa Berberovic beat uh, Sloane Stevens in the first round. Uh, lucky loser, Nefisa Berberovic. Kai Pliskova versus Bernardo Pera. Um, every set. And this match looked like a different match. If you remember last week in Rome, we had another one of these. Uh, Anisimova versus Martinsova, if I recall correctly. Um, it was a three-setter. Anisimova won in three. Uh, every set they played was a totally different match. Okay, it's not a three-set match. It was three one-set matches. And this Pliskova-Para one was exactly the same here today. Uh, Pliskova first set, uh, she, she took it 6-3. Bernardo Pera, second set, 6-1. 
Uh, Plushkova on the side is 6-1. I don't like conspiracy theories and shit, but if, if you ever feel like, like there's a fix or a script or any of that nonsense, then this is a, a good match to use that as, a, as an example or like evidence or proof or whatever. I'm not saying that's what happened there. I'm, I'm just sort of providing uh, commentary on how... Uh, you know, the third set looked nothing like the second set, and the second set looked nothing like the first set. Um, even though Plishkova won the first and third sets, they did not look... Uh, you know what I mean? It's just three different matches. Uh, Plishkova won two of them, and Bernardo Pera won one of them. Mm-hmm. Elise Mertens versus Annalena Friedsum. Um Happy I passed on this. Um, Friedsum honestly doing work, but loses in straight, 7-5-7-5, to Elise Mertens. I think I was too ambitious trying to back uh, Makarova. Makarova, by the way, beat um, Sori Kristea yesterday, uh, but lost to Osiento Dao at 6-2-6-1. The most important takeaway is this, about, about this match. You might think it's an irrelevant match. This match makes Sori Kristea look so bad. Hmm? This, this result today, uh, Siando Dance 6-2-6-1 over Ekaterina Makarova, makes Sori Kristea look so, so bad this evening. It's possible that, you know, once, like, once a match, uh... You know, finishes once ma match is played and 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 the result is final. That result can look even worse or better, depending the next day or, or or in a few days or even the next week. Sometimes, you know what I mean. Like if you lose to a certain player, and then this player gets shot on, like just absolutely destroyed and hit off court, then that makes your 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 loss to them look really bad. Vice versa, if you lose to a player unexpectedly, or you were upset by a player, and this player goes on to maybe win a couple more matches, or puts up decent fights, is competitive, da da da, your win looks uh, a little better, or less less shitty, if that makes sense. Sorry, your loss to that player looks a little less worse, or it looks better it just doesn't look as shitty, right? I, I, look, it's clear that I don't know how to speak English, so please bear with me. Next in Strasbourg, uh, Golovic versus Fiona Farrow. Um, look, man, we, we never, I, I promise you, I promise you, we will never talk about a Fiona Farrow match ever. And I advise you, you yourself, to never talk about a Fiona Farrow match, to never look up a Fiona Farrow match, lines or whatever, to never, um, oh, this is an important one, never bet or put money on a Fiona Farrow match, I don't, I don't watch the match, don't even think about the match, don't even bet the match, don't even think about betting the match, do not think about anything to do with Fiona Farrow, please. In the nightcap in Strasbourg, uh, Sasnovich versus Kerber, I think I was um, very happy about um, betting the over. I think that was that was a good bet, and I was very happy that I laid off a side. That was a very good no bet. 
could not bet either of those players at these odds, and, and still, like, it's... I wouldn't have believed you, like, if you came to me before the match and you had a money line ticket for either player and, and tried to give me reasoning, whatever it is, for whatever player, I, I would be like, you're full of shit. You know what I mean? I'm not buying it at all. Like, there's nothing you would... There was nothing you could say to me to justify you picking a side at the start of this match. Does that make sense? Given those odds. Um, so that was a good uh, win on the over and a very good no play uh, as far as the sides go. Really quickly, going to go rapid fire through some French Open matchups um, and maybe spend a little bit of time talking on uh, results of note or just maybe the, the more significant players, okay? Um... Prunich again came back from a setdown uh, to win, this time against Grace Min. Uh, Victoria Kuzmova, if you remember her, beat L Linda Fruvertova, the older of the Fruvertova sisters. Um, huge upset, by the way. Kuzmova, I think, was like plus 300 or something. She won in three sets. Uh, she won the first, dropped the second, and then clutched the third. Mm, our girl Rebecca Sramkova, again from a set down, comes back to win. This girl is incredible. Maria Sharapova beat uh, Rodionova 6363. 6 uh, Donna Vekic, uh, this was an interesting one. We had the over here, and I think that was sharp as fuck. Um, Donna Vekic, first set, 6 love. She dropped the second set, 6 uh, 3. In the decider, uh, Chirico was up 5-3, serving for the match. Um, this girl, Ch uh, Chirico, was up 5-3, serving for the match. She lost 5-7. Donna Vekic uh, and all of these players who won today are through to the final rounds of qualifying. That will take place uh, tomorrow and the day after. Uh, Potapova lost to uh, Kulikova from a set up. That is really bad. Uh, but Kulikova, sh she can... Pl she's scary. This girl Kulikova, man. She is tough. She gives me Kaya Kanepi vibes a little bit. She's just like a... Like a... Right... Like a boss, bro. Like a, a beast. Kulikova. Bad result for Potapova. Maybe... Felt it in her legs a little bit. Uh, you know... Um, a bit of a disappointment. I mean, you win a title on clay and, like, you don't qualify for the French Open? I mean, that's... I think that's a tough one. And Kulikova had 10 double faults as well. Six aces, though. Potapova had five double faults, one ace. Von Deichmann, who I really like, lost from a setup against, uh, I don't know who. Laura Siegmund, again, continues uh, to be disrespected. Um, uh, you know, Shiyu Wang, dangerous lefty, exciting, but Laura Siegmund is Laura Siegmund. This is so disrespectful, man. I don't care if she's world number 300. This is Laura Siegmund. Put some, put some respect on her name. Fuck. Anastasia Gasanova beat Priscilla Hahn 6-4-6-3. Good stuff there. Our girl, Selena Jenny Jivjikik. A uh, young French player, unfortunately, um, lost from a set up against uh, Irina Barra. 
Tsurenko in the battle uh, versus Irani in the battle of old experienced fit clay quarters. Uh, Tsurenko wins six one six two. I swear to Alicia Tsurenko, she looks so good against bums. You know what I mean? Like against like players her level or worse. Tsurenko looks like Serena Williams. Really, truly, on court, she looks like the best player ever, 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 ever. You know, to to pick up a tennis racket. And then gets clapped by like Tomjanovic. This girl Selech Meteva keeps coming through for us. Uh, another impressive win. She was a three and a half dog. Beat Elisabetta Cosiretto, six three six three. Um, good stuff there. Uh, Zavatska got hit off court by Rebecca Marino, six one six two. That was really bad. Uh, Caroline Dolhide uh, committed a, committed a crime today against Sean Mendes, but I don't think anyone's gonna talk about it. Uh, Dolhide led by a break twice in the first set, lost in a tiebreak. Uh, Dolhide served for the second set, uh, lost. Uh, she, uh, Dolhide, I believe, was up like five three. Lost. I think she. I think Dolhide was up five two or five three. Lost five seven, if if I recall correctly. Our little wild card or dark horse of the week, Fernanda Contreras Gomez. Uh, she kind of looks and plays like Astro Sharma. Hat, goggles, looks like a mummy. You know, like really tall. Not tall, but like like skinny, like kind of lanky, you know. Looks like a mummy. Did I mention the goggles? Yeah. She comes through again as, as a plus 180 underdog uh, from a set down. Beats Epic Oz. Uh, Grabber, Julia, uh, Julia Grabber committed two crimes today. The first one was losing the second set to Baptiste after winning the first set 6-1. The second crime that she committed is that she didn't retire. After taking five medical timeouts and six massages, she still thought she... Uh, I mean, respect. Honestly, respect. But that's a crime. I was totally honest with you. This girl, uh, Schunk or Skunk, this German girl... Um, I had no idea who her opponent is, and I just blindly bet uh, Shunk minus five and a half and came through. She beat, I don't even know how to say this name, 6361. Ekaterina Gorgoc lost to local Parisian girl, Babel, from a set up, uh, which is really embarrassing. Um, Milnikova, here's a good one. Milnikova versus Tomova. Yesterday I was talking about how Tomova... Um, she's good to bet on as an underdog, and uh, but she should never be minus four and a half, minus two hundred. Ever, uh, you should try and bet bet against her if you see numbers like that. Um, against Milnikova, not very convincing or promising. Uh, Milnikova led six two. Milnikova won the first set six two, and the second set Milnikova was up five one. From six two, five one up. Milnikova lost every single game of the match. She was 6-2, 5-1 up. She lost the second set 5-7, so that's six games. And the decider, she got bageled, that's six more games. She was 6-2, 5-1 up, and lost 12 games in a row. The next and last 12 games, that was it.
And that's the thing about tennis, I'm telling you, like, if there's a single point, forget game, if there's a point to be played, it means the match is not over and you can still win. Truly. If it was, and it, it wasn't the case, if it was 6-2, 5-1, 40-love, triple match point, you can still win. And you can still lose, too. I mean, you, you gotta look at it, you can still lose. You know? That was really bad, my goodness. She didn't e she didn't end up covering minus four and a half though. Simona Waltert versus Olga Danilovic, good clay court match. Uh Danilovic uh o Olga Danilovic uh wins from a set down. Like I was saying yesterday, honestly, this is fun. Like, for me, I've been having fun lately. Our bets have been going well, but but not only that, it's it's just nice to bet on new names, new players, challenge yourself, and just to watch new play, uh, a shit ton of matches, like in the qualies, for example, and, and just, you know, like, watch new players, uh, familiarize yourself with more players, uh, and it's kind of fun, honestly. I mean, honestly, I was so tired of watching Ons Jabor and... And I don't know who, like, like it gets repetitive. You know what I mean? And, like, as far as, like, handicapping it or figuring out who to bet, it's just, um... A bit repetitive. You know what I mean? Like, it's redundant. Every day it's the same shit. Um, it's just exciting to see how they play against... You know, watching good players play, it hits different. But honestly, like, some of these girls, even though they're, like, a couple levels lower than... Uns Jabor and Iga and, and all of their friends. Um, if they're like similar in level, like the matches are still good. You know what I mean? And and some of them are like pretty good. Truly. And same with the two two 250s. I mean, if you look at Robot, uh, I mean, Anna Bondar, Tomjanovic, Claire Liu, Trevisan, Parises Diaz, Bronzetti, like they're all playing well. You know, I, I purposefully skipped Astro Sharma and. Um, because I, I just can't talk about them. In Strasbourg, you have uh, Dodin, Gulovic, Kerber, Lynette, Zanevska, Pliskova, Kaya, Yuvan, Mertens. I mean, yeah, you might think it's kind of ugly, but I mean, they're all playing well. You know, like, who's going to win? I really don't know. Uh, Robot, I'm saying Tomjanovic. Um, I'm putting that on record today. I, I tweeted this. She's going to win. She'll, she'll beat Anna Bondar. Um, da, da 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 I think she'll win. Okay, so for tomorrow, quarterfinals day in Rabat. First up, Ayla Tomjanovic versus Anna Bondar. I'm going with Ayla Tomjanovic because really, she's been playing so so well for quite some time now. Anna Bondar doesn't quite look herself, and even though her results have been good, I'm not thoroughly uh, convinced by the performances. Uh, she could have really lost to Cristiano Ferrando, and I'm not giving her too much credit for beating a player like Kristina Kukova, 6-3-6-3. Ala Tomjanovic played against uh, a no-name, I think Irina uh, Burillo uh, Escobar or whatever in the, in the first round. Okay, crushed her, uh, as expected. And the second round played against Anna Karolina Shmidlova, and honestly, AKS, Anna Karolina Shmidlova, I mean... I mean, she she can play. I mean, she's more dangerous than... I mean, she could beat Bondar, honestly, the way Bondar is playing. And, and Tomjanovic beat her pretty comfortably in AKS, like, you know, big serve. Anna Bondar can sometimes serve pretty big, but I mean... 
like, like, hey, what's up? Hello, Isla, you know? And the thing is, like, Isla in a tournament like this, like, this isn't like a, like, French Open first round where you can sort of overlook someone like Anna Bondar. Like, in a tournament like this, like, you know what's up. You know what I mean? It's a small tournament. Um, I'm sure you're, you've watched, or, you know what I mean? You've heard of, you're familiar with Anna Bondar. And she's not going to overlook this, and I think she's going to come to play and, and prove a point here. I think she's going to win this tournament. I talk about it every day. When will uh, Isla Tomjanovic finally make her breakthrough? Um, I'm not saying this will be it, but this sure certainly is uh, the place to start if there if there ever will be one. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I, I think she is playing well. And, and, and she is better than Anna Bondar. She is better. And, and she has been playing well. And... Like, you can't choke, you know? I mean, you shouldn't choke. Anything's possible. I mean, actually, she she can very well choke, but um, I'm, I'm Team Isla here. Um, love, 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 Bondar. I know I put a lot of uh, of my uh, followers and listeners onto Anna Bondar. I'm, I'm a huge fan. Uh, but here, no, not like this. With lines like this also, no. No, 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 no. Ala Tomjanovic, please, and thank you. Next, Claire Liu and Astro Sharma. Claire Liu is minus 5, minus 5.5. Uh, over, under, 20.5. Claire Liu is almost minus 400. Uh, Claire Liu, last week, played against Astro Sharma in... Or maybe two weeks ago it was. Played against Astro Sharma in the 125k in St. Malo, France. Uh, Claire Liu beat Astro Sharma, 6-1-6-2. Um-hmm. That's Claire Lou is uh, my second pick for who's going to win this 250. The difference between Claire Lou and Tomjanovic, Claire Lou is super clutch compared to Tomjanovic. Claire Lou in, in, in high-pressure points, high-pressure situations, uh, she comes through and she's really solid, man. She's consistent and solid. The thing I worry about, though, is uh, her durability, uh, fitness, and fatigue. Tomjanovic is very fit herself, very durable, but mentally, uh, not as much. Mentally, I think she not only f uh, fatigues quickly and, and, and then lacks focus, but also mentally she's generally very weak and uh, and therefore unclutch. You know, it's a bit scary, Tomjanovic. But Claire Liu, I like, you know, my, uh, Claire Liu in straights is minus 145. A little bit expensive. I don't usually like to play t uh, two zeros if they're that expensive. Um, I'd play minus 145 as if it's money line, but... Uh, Straight sets, minus 145, n not something I really like doing a lot, but I would recommend that. Um, under 20.5 I think is good for like a, like a minus 110, you know what I mean, like against the spread. But uh, under spread, minus 5, minus 5.5 I, I think is, is good, no? Martina Trevisan versus Arangsta Rus. Um, they played each other four times. They've all been straight set wins, uh, and they split them. They're two and two against each other, uh, dating back to 2015, and the most recent meeting was last year. If the trend says anything, oh, by the way, all straight set wins, and they all went under. There were no like sneaky seven five seven sixes, you know, like seven five six four or something. No, this is way under. So the trend does say under. I'm going Martina Trevisan. 
Okay. I like Travis Sun a lot, and I'm I'm a believer. Uh, stylistically, I think she can withstand what what Roos has to do and, and sort of match her and 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 put pressure herself. Trevisan is a baller, big vibes player, experienced. Uh, so is Arangsterus. Arangsterus is one of the fittest, most durable players on tour. Um, but I think Trevisan, being familiar with her, can can sort of beat her at her own game. Trevisan has a very, very. I mean, it's not very good. She's not very good. Uh, she's not very great at anything. And watching her play is like her brand of tennis is not very good or appealing or attractive. Um, but it's very versatile. She can play so many different ways. She can adjust, um, you know, not only for opponents, but even like within a match. Um, uh, she can she can really adjust her play style. Man, I really just cannot speak. Like I, I, I mean, I don't understand. I, I, like the words just just cannot come out. Like I can't even form a complete sentence properly. I. I I don't understand, man. It's unbelievable. Lastly, the fin final quarterfinal that we have tomorrow in Rabat. Nuria Prizes Diaz versus uh, Lucia Bronzetti. By the way, Martina Trevisan is minus 120 against Aranxa Roots. I forgot to mention that. That's what I'm going with. Um, Martina Trevisan, minus 120. Uh, Ayla Tomjanovic, by the way, uh, minus 110. When I saw her and took her and tweeted her, now she's minus 105, and I don't understand, man. Anyway, sorry, back to the final uh, quarterfinal of the day, Nuria Perez-Diaz versus Lucia Bronzetti. Uh, Lucia Bronzetti matches uh, so far this week, I am 0-2 betting them. First round took Kalinskaya, I lost. Yesterday I took uh, Burel and the over, I lost. So really 0-3 in, in, in two matches, betting uh, uh, Bronzetti matches. Uh, Nuria Perez Diaz 0 and 2 uh, this week, and uh, you know we talked about it before. She used to be one of the best players I used to bet. Used to have very good read on on her and and sort of know what to expect in her matches. Lately, no, and and the 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 losing streak on Nuria Perez Diaz matches is becoming a bit of a problem, and I've certainly noticed it. Even though the Kiki Mladenovic money line bet yesterday was a bit of a long shot, but I still thought it was gonna win. So we, I do need to keep that in mind when betting Nuria Perez's Diaz matches. Uh, so combined, betting these both of these players' matches this week, 0-5. The, the reason why I bring this up and acknowledge it, and it's good to acknowledge it or be aware of these things, um, it's not to shy away or, or, or like just avoid it. I mean, sure, that's an option, but for me, I'm not like that. That's not really my style. Uh, what I would do here is just lower staking. I mean, make your pick, you know, go through it, you know, conduct your analysis, uh, you know, think about it, make a decision, da-da-da-da-da. Just lower your stake, just, just don't go crazy on it, you know what I mean? Don't go ap opposite of what you think as well, because that's, that's just silly. I know some people do that, like when they can't get a player right... They just bet opposite what they expect. You know what I mean? I mean, I know that's popular and and somehow, some way, that makes sense. But also, that's not really my style. Uh, what I recommend like that when you can't figure out a player or, or, or get it right, or it seems like you always lose betting on a certain player's match, which I do notice and I'm now aware of for Nuria Perez Diaz. Um, not only this week, but prior as well, dating back to Madrid, I believe. 
Um, 0-2 this week in her matches, and Bronzetti 0-3 in her two matches. Uh, but here I'm going Bronzetti, and I'm just going to lower uh, my stake. It's um, simple. Uh, Bronzetti's plus 105. I think that's hilarious. Like, that's really funny, actually, and you're, you're tempting me to not lower my stake here. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're, you're making me want to go crazy on them. I mean, there's a plus against Bronzetti's name. How am I meant to not bet this match or, or go in with a, you know, small wager? I, I can't. Next, on to Strasbourg. Now, in, in Rabat, I'm pretty confident uh, about uh, Tomjanovic. That's my, like, clear, clear uh, uh, favorite. And as, like, a like a second choice or, like, my second pick for who'd win Rabat, it'd probably be Claire Liu. But I think there's a big gap at the moment for uh, between uh, Tomjanovic, and I guess we can reassess after tomorrow. Uh, with that being said, in Strasbourg, however, I am sort of kind of torn on who's going to win. I mean, I would not be surprised if any of these players won it. Elise Mertens, Kaya Yuvan, Karolina Pliskova, Marina Zanevska, Magdalenette, Angie Kerber. Maybe not Vicky Golovic, maybe not Osina Doda. But still, uh, not surprised if any of these players win it. And Rabat, honestly, the same. Except there's one less uh, content, uh, one, one less contender. I think Rabat, it's either uh, Anna Bondar, Ala Tomjanovic, Claire Liu, maybe Bronzetti, maybe Nuria Prezes Diaz, but not Trevisan, not Rus, and not Astro Sharma. But at least in Rabat, I can uh, sort of confidently say, yeah. Ada Tomjanovic, clear favorite for me. In Strasbourg, I have no idea, so let's go through the matchups and we can assess, right? Elise Mertens versus Kai Yuvan. You'd be surprised to see Kai Yuvan is a very short underdog. You'd expect her to maybe be plus three and a half or something like that. She's uh, plus one and a half, uh, plus 110 money line. Uh, Elise Mertens is minus 130. Kai Yuvan, uh, probably the easiest. Round one, round two of any player in either tournament thus far. Maybe, uh, maybe I mean, Aranxa Rus did play a player called Lulu Sun. Uh, but Galfi, like, that's not that easy. I'm, I'm trying to think of, of players with other easy paths. Um, Bronzetti, no, probably, like, one of the hardest, honestly. Kalinskaya and then Burel. I mean, not that hard, but, I mean, Kaya Yuvan and, and the first round she beat uh, Israeli qualifier Glushko in the second round, uh, Nefisa Ber Berberovic, uh, first round lucky loser who beat Stone Stevens. I mean, that's easy going for, for Kaya Yuvan, and maybe that is why she's um, being respected too much here. Just a slight overreaction for her maybe recent performances or scorelines. However, with that being said, I do think... Uh, Kai Yuvan is up to the task against Elise Mertens, honestly. Elise Mertens... Look, she's good against shit players. She's good against players uh, who aren't very uh, confident or powerful or experienced. Uh, Kai Yuvan is a confident player, powerful player. Uh, experienced, she is a, a younger player, but she is experienced. Like I said, I think she'll be up to the task. I don't think she's going to uh, like shy away here at all. Um... And she's, Kaya Yuvan is tricky, Elise Mertens is a tricky player too. Um, but I think this is an interesting one, I like Kaya Yuvan and over. Uh, 
probably two units on each. Honestly, I like both equally, and I'm pretty confident in both. Uh, I don't like a, si uh, a side or a total more than the other. So yeah, I like Kaya Yuven and the over. Um, yeah, maybe I'll change my mind on the, on the units later or something like that, but that is definitely what I'm saying. Karolina Pliskova versus Marina Zanevska. This is an interesting one, uh, really. Um, I'm going with the over here again, another Pliskova over. Um, I think she'll be pushed against uh, Zanevska, honestly, and Zanevska like this um, obviously like will be a challenge for her. Pliskova is definitely one of the better players. Pliskova is uh, close to getting back to her... Um, form i think physically she's okay it's just like rhythm and 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 um and just form that she's now lacking i think physically she's sort of kind of up to snuff but i mean Pushkova's game her her typical game even pre-injury uh, last year it's not very physically demanding right but um it's it's good to know or good to see that a player is uh now fully fit and and back to sort of uh, like peak shape or full fitness or whatever. I'm going over 21 and a half there for even money. Magda Lynette, I'm going with Magda Lynette over Angie Kerber. Um, Sasnovich couldn't do it at a similar price, um, but I'm going Magda Lynette plus 105. No over this time. I doubt Kerber can win three matches in a row on her worst surface. Magda Lynette. Plus 105, I think that's really sharp and a really good bet, honestly. Golovic, Ossian Dodin, I really don't want to bet this one. Ugliest match of the day. Probably uglier than Martina Trevisan versus Arangsta Rus. Um, really ugly match. Uh, Vicky Golovic versus uh, Ossian Dodin. Ossian Dodin is plus 110. Golovic is minus 130. Um, I might I might just go Osiando down for for shits and gigs. I think the over looks good, but I mean you never really know. Vicky Gulabich beat Fiona Farrow. We don't talk about those matches. Um, and the no name in the first round. Uh, Osiando down beat Anaconia in the first round, and then the girl who beat Sorry Kirstea. So this match is not really fun. This is the the nightcap, but it makes sense since uh, Osiando down the only French player left. Uh, French player playing in France, I mean, maybe you can go for it, right? Hope for the best. Osiando down money line should be good. There's a plus next to her name. And it's Vicky Gulovic, right? That is all for the WTA 250s uh, for tomorrow. Uh, to really quickly have a have a skim through uh, the French uh, Open Qualies matches tomorrow. Uh, there's not that many of them, not as much as, as there has been for like the past couple of days. Um, I believe there's down t uh, to 16 matches for the final round of qualies. Um, so 16 girls are going to go through the main draw. Uh, there's 8 today and 8 tomorrow. Or 8 tomorrow, 8 the day after, right? Um, Krunic, I like Krunic a lot. Um, opened minus 130, uh, and now she's minus 2.5. Krunic, I think minus 2.5 looks very good against... Uh, Luca Johnny. I don't know why Krunic isn't really being respected here. Maybe because a lot of overs, a lot of struggling against some players. Um, but I, I think she'll get right here, and Johnny really is not that great. 
Uh, Kuzmova, Victoria Kuzmova, who beat Linda Pruvitova yesterday as a plus 350, is playing against Lin Zhu. Lin Zhu is, is not a good clay court player, and neither is um, Kuzmova, but that's not a problem for Kuzmova. She struggles against uh, sort of clay quarters uh, and pushers, and I don't think Lin Zhu will cause her uh, that much problems. Uh, Kuzmova, Victoria, uh, really high on her. Plus 120 looks great, I think. Our girl Stramkova is plus three and a half, plus 170. You know what I'm saying. Uh, Noskova is like a wonder kid, uh, junior Grand Slam champion. Um, but I think I, you know, we know we know Stramkova's fight, and and I think we just gotta go again if there's a plus next to her name, right? Uh, Laura Siegmund is minus three and a half against Maria Sharapova. Uh, I'll take Laura Siegman there, minus three and a half against Maria Sharapova, 2014 version. Uh, Kulikova, Kulikova, the girl who beat Potapova, is minus 110 versus Bonaventura. Um, I like Kulikova, minus 110 money line a lot against uh, Bonaventura. Donna Vekic versus Gasanova, over 20 and a half. I like over 20 and a half a lot, and some Gasanova money line. Um. And then I see a couple of passes. Oh, that's actually all for tomorrow. That is all for tomorrow. Great stuff. Well, um, a super fast recap. Um, Rabat, we're going Alatsmianovic money line. Claire Lou two zero and minus five and a half. Martina Trevisan minus one twenty money line. Bronzetti plus 105 money line. Elise Mertens, Kaya Yuvan, uh, Kaya Yuvan plus 110 and over 21 and a half. Uh, Plushkova Zanevska over 21 and a half. Magdalenette plus 105 against Kerber. And Ossian Dodin at home in the night session against Vicky Gulovic plus 110. At the French Open, going Krunic minus 2.5. Kuzmova plus 120. Sramkova plus three and a half and plus one seventy. Uh, Laura Siegman against Maria Sharapova minus three and a half. Um, Kulikova minus one ten against Bonaventura. Vekic Gasanova, uh, Gasanova and over twenty and a half. And that is all for tomorrow. Um, great stuff, really. The energy has been good. Uh, our reads have been pretty good, um, and I'm and I'm liking uh, how we're moving towards. Um, the French Open, so let's look to have another great day. Uh, this has been the Safe Space. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, it's much appreciated, all your kind words and all that. Um, as always, best of luck to us, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.